Greg got the enhancer on that. He got the HD enhancer on his uh on his camera. I see you glowing, kid. I see you taking care of the skin. <laughs> Look at him. And it's frozen too. Look at him. <laughs> that boy gone. Yo, welcome to Beers and Bars. Your place for rapid fire hip hop discussion and of course great beer. I'm Kamal Kiddo. OT the Golden Child. Thank y'all for checking out our last episode. It was just me and a homie talking about some album reviews and whatnot. Uh, we did uh, the most recent Wale joint. We did the most recent Maxo Cream joint. And then the Big Sean and Hit Boy uh, EP that just dropped. Uh, but pause real quick. If this is your first time listening, make sure you check or make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening at, whether that be Apple, Google, Spotify. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you subscribe there. You can get all the updates and whatnot. So, that's what type of time we on, man. Um, come on, this is this is this is hey, special hey. occasion today, man. We got some some uh, very esteemed guests today. Hey, man. Before we uh, <laughs> you know get into everything, do you, this this is our topic today. We're talking about yeah. uh, Funky Town Brewery out of Chicago. Um, these fellas here represent that Funky Town Collective. Uh, introduce yourself, gentlemen. Uh, I get started. Uh, my name is Richard Bloomfield, uh, CEO, co-owner of Funky Town. Um, you know, you let my boys introduce themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, see, see, see what I mean? He wasn't modest like this five minutes ago. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Camera's rolling. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll go next. Zach, Zach Day. Um, Co-owner, head of brewing operations, head brewer. Um, glad I'm came to kick it with y'all, man. Fire it up. No. I'm Greg Williams, co-founder, um, sales director, the numbers guy, the squad. <laughs> Happy to right be a part of the show today. Right on. Uh, we're going to talk to uh, Funky Town, the fellas of Funky Town Brewery, uh, see how they got started, what they got going on what they've uh accomplished thus far what they're looking into doing in the future um before we get into their story um what are we all drinking fellas what are we all drink you know what let me let me go first and get mine out the way because i already know <laughs> that um hold on my son is trying to talk to me no, you're not having that right now. Go put that up. But uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> tried to get you when but you. But let me go ahead and go first. <laughs> right. But let me go ahead and go first since I don't have. I didn't get. I wasn't able to get my uh, Funky Town beer. Uh, I miss. I miss, it, it sold out too fast, which is a good issue to have. You know what I'm saying? Um, but on the re-up, I'm gonna have to get I'm gonna have to get my pack. But I mean, I have we just haven't met up. I have some beer for you. We just gotta kind of connect from Wheaton to the south side at some point. So but go ahead. Well, you know what? I still brought this beer out on purpose, man. Um, this is every man's right. This is what OT actually gave me when he came back from uh Memphis. Memphis, Memphis I think this, yeah. yeah, from Memphis. Um this is uh, Every Man's Right. This is a uh, from Crosstown Brewing Company out of Memphis, wow. Tennessee. Um, 
This is a blonde barley wine uh, style ale. Uh, you know, I check for the barley wine joints. Um, this is 9.5 ABV. So that was okay. way before. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what's, wild, what's wild is that you you wild, and I, I got that in April. You, you held on to it that long, you a good one. My shit didn't did. last a month. I it did. didn't last a month. Well, Good I mean, job, I got man. a lot of beer in my joint right now. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of beer. That's, that's a nice little color for a barley wine. G. I ain't actually yeah. ever seen it this this bright, this ambery. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But yeah, um, that's what I'm on, though. Every man's right. All right. <laughs> I'm going to go next, man, because I've been waiting <clears throat> to crack this boy for about... How long have I been waiting to crack this, y'all? This is... This came out the, at, for the kickoff event. On when the was second. On, you've been waiting for the second. <laughs> <laughs> of October? Yeah. October 2nd, yep. Wow. Yeah, man. This is uh, Hip Hops and R and Brew, which is coming from our guest here on the show today. Uh, this is an American Pale Ale coming in at 5.5%. As I told these brothers already, this is one of the finest Pale Ales that I've had in a minute, which was uh, why it's been so hard for me to you know, hold on to this boy. And I got my little, you know, funky time glass right there and whatnot. So cheers to y'all. Cheers to y'all for this great brew. And I finally get to crack this boy open, man. So, yeah. It's my last one, but yeah, man. Pull up, pull up, pull up. Whoever want to go next. <clears throat> Wait, what's the ABV on that? You said 5.5? Yeah. 5.5? 5. 5. Yeah. Right. True that. True that. Right on. Go ahead, Rich. All right, I got um Midwest Coast West Town Brown. Got an American Brown Ale. Mark. Right out here, kept it local. Uh, what's the ABV? 5.3 on this joint. You know, uh, good brown ale is fall. Y'all know, like half the week has been gray outside. You know, you gotta kind of switch up the beers a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um I'm drinking my shit. So, got the hip hop snarn brew out here. Hey. In the glass, chilling, kicking it up with Otig. I'm right there with you, brother. And we'll mm. see how, how many more, how many more I can go. Mm. It can get it can get there, depending on how much fun we have. It can get there. <laughs> I'm just saying. Thanks. Okay. Greg, take us home, man. So I'm going with Z Day on. <laughs> my own merch. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. We crack open the cuffing season. Red Irish L 5.4 ABV. Right on, right on. No, I, yeah, that, that's, that's a that red time of the year. Cuffing season, that time of the year. Yeah. True that. True that. Right on. Um, all right. So let's uh start from the beginning. Um Let's start with how you all know each other. How did you all decide to come together um, under the Funky Town name? How is it that you all decide to go off, start this endeavor? Yeah, I just asked a lot of questions right there. Let's start no, with how y'all good. know each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we uh, you know, decide to start the Funky Town business, you know, I know both of these brothers. 20 plus years already. So uh, I originally met 
Greg in like 94, fourth grade. You know what I'm saying? He came to Oak Park and uh, we went to grade school together. And, you know, we used to like play a little Oak Park district ball and stuff. And we used to see Zach a glass. Mm-hmm. He uh he went to a different grade school though. You know, he's across the bridge. But you know, like we just kind of we just kind of know his faces, you know what I'm saying? Like uh we, we played for Barry, we was in blue, they was in red, you know what I'm saying? Like they, they had the other they had the other district that had like most of the black players in Oak Park. <laughs> so you know, you just remember his face. When we went to junior high, you know, 97. That's when we met Zach for real. You know what I mean? And then uh you know, we just like kind of became closer and then like through high school we got real close and then we all went to Grambling together HBCU out of Louisiana wow. and like and that's a that's just a fast story we've like always been around each other but in between all of that it's just moments and jokes yeah. <laughs> all all different type of all different type of jokes like they being across they being across the bridge so yeah they they knew of me from competition right so this is where this is where the kind of the hate kind of started for one another, right? That's why I don't like Rich that much. That's why I only mess with Greg a little bit. I mean, we tight, but it started early. Um, yeah, you know, in junior high, we got a little bit cool. I had a couple of classes with Greg, see Rich in the hallways, kicked it with him. I started kicking it strong, man. Like um, the joke is that they stole me from some other people. You know what I mean? Uh, so that's always a running joke. Uh, but yeah, then we went to Graham. The funny thing about Graham, though, is like I wasn't I didn't know what the hell I was going to do after high school. Right. To be honest with you, I had filled out, filled out some applications or whatever, whatnot. And me and Rich had the first that's what was the first first period. We had first period. Yeah, together yeah, with yeah. African American history. Right. Yep. African American history with Mr. Vance. Man, rest of heaven, Mr. Vance. Um. And then he just came and he was like, bro, he literally took a piece of paper and slammed it down on my desk. and was like, bro, fill this out. We're going to hear it. I said, what the hell are you? What? I look at him like, all right, cool, whatever. Fuck it. Let's ride. Fill it out. Didn't know he was recruiting half the damn school to go. But it was just like black folks. When you try to get them together to get on a field, on a trip, it'd be like 35 people be wanting to go. And then all of a sudden, it dwindled down to like 15. And it's like, all right, time to buy the tickets. Like two of y'all. So and you guys all so OPR, right? OPR, the force, right? Yeah. Okay, yep, yeah, yep, you yep. know, me being a young provider, East alumni over here, I'm, I'm familiar. Oh, uh, here we go. I have nothing right. to say. The only, yeah, man, hey, I, I'm good. Man. I'm of course, right. you guys. It's been a long time, so. right? <laughs> yeah. What's there to talk about when it comes to certain things? What's there to see what about? I mean? You I know, knew when something was coming. Can I, I can feel it in the air. Thirty, easy. Thirty p, spicy, because I hoop. Thirty p, easy. Summer league season ain't matter. Yeah, well, I was there, I was there in uh, late late nineties, so you know we was pretty good at that time. So, but you know I'm an old guy, so you know the D Browns, Shannon Browns, and all that. But that's another that's another whole story. Here we go. You know. man, here we go. He name dropping over here, man. He is, man. We are gonna pick him up off the floor. Hold on. Did y'all so did y'all drink at Grambling? Well, I mean, because I know we, me and Kamal went to SIU, right? So we was in Carbondale. You know what I'm saying? Um, beer scene really wasn't, you know, I mean, what, what is it? You go to the, the bar or something, it's like dollar draft night, you drinking the worst beer ever, but you a college student, you got a buck, you know, or three bucks, you got three beers, you know what I'm saying? So right. what, did you guys drink beer or were you into beer in college at all at Grambling? 
Most definitely. That was our go-to, my boy. Mm. Like, <laughs> like you said, they had 99 sip butt ice. Yep. You know, deuce yeah. deuce. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Wow. The 211. <laughs> we was wow. Whatever we yeah. could afford. The scrape up, you know, funds. That's what we yeah. was drinking, man. Like, yep. that's when it really, really happened. Like them grambling days. And we drank some terrible beer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that helped us in the long run because we knew it was better beer out there. We just couldn't afford it at the time. So, mm. but yeah, oh yeah, we was drinking anything. Mickey's, what was the other stuff we was drinking? Just... We was drinking OE and all that, man. <laughs> yeah. Listen, listen, the first night me and Kamal moved into our, our, our me and Kamal, remember that, what we moving to? On Hay Street, we finally got a little crib at SIU and to commemorate that, we had Mickey's and what else? Like St. Eyes and some other 40s. <laughs> our, our homie. We ain't going to say his name, but he remember he threw up that night because he had them two, them two Mickey's or something. Remember that night? Come on. Don't worry about Did that. He? Anyhow, I think so. <laughs> I hope you watch this show because I, I, I know, right? We not we ain't saying it, no names. Yeah. So it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. But go ahead. Come on. Go ahead. So y'all um, were into those those types of beers at that time. Um, Steel Reserve 211. You right? say that? That was that's like the starter beer. That was, <laughs> oh my god! Oh, you don't want to start on that. You don't want to drink a warm one of them. Eleven thirty in the afternoon, drink a cold, warm one of them. Boy, class, what class? <laughs> hey, I'm so, so how did you all transition? What made you all transition into more craft beers? Because surely you started drinking them before you decided. Or did you start drinking them before you decided to get into the game to start creating them yourself? Yeah, I can't I can't really pinpoint like an exact moment, man. Like I do think a part of it was like coming home from college and like just making a little bit more money. And then like we was in like northeast Louisiana comparing that to or northwest Louisiana, comparing that to Chicago, like those are two totally different beer scenes. Yeah. Like even if we was in the craft beer, like in college, I don't even know if we would have found it <laughs> straight up. So uh, I don't know, man. I think, you know, like when you're here, like the the big the big uh, Chicago beers at the time was like Goose Island stuff. So you would encounter like a 312 or a Green Line joint. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't know. I think it just started from there. Just like, I don't know. There's, there's other beers out here. We ain't got to drink 40s no more. And, uh, <laughs> right, and, then, and like, yeah, like we were just we was just buying beers based off of how they looked in the liquor store, not off of the style or anything. But I don't know, it just kind of like triggered like a curiosity that just like kept going. Yeah, because I would say after college, when we got our jobs, was making that little bread. You know, we graduated from the OEs and the Bud Ices to like MGD Miller Miller High Life, the twenty fours of the step. <laughs> We drank a lot. It's like a natural thing. Really you think you're doing something, right? Right. 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 Hey, yeah. club. You in the club. What, what you getting? In the club, I'm finna get a yacht on the rocks. And then I'm gonna get a cellar. <laughs> all night. You know? Or some water with grenadine or something. All night. On the real, the grenadine, man. So, yeah. So, if you think, like, we consider that graduation. And then, you know, years, you know, consistently drinking that stuff. We like, all right, we, we're tired of Coronas and stuff. And then that's when the 312 for me came in, you know, but that was like a wheat ale, something different, you right, know, right. 
it hit the scene like okay you had a vibe to it true true so after that it was like all right there's some actually there's some stuff out here that's actually better than you know this watered down stuff so i feel like after that you know we just start graduating and, and looking at them different aisles and bennies you know or just like our local liquor stores it, they still had a couple you know that sounds like a very natural progress. Like Bro, that's definitely my same type of progression. <laughs> yeah. but I feel Everybody, because like, Gumball yeah. Head, like Z, they put me on Gumball Head. You know what I'm saying? Man, that was a what? graduation. It was like, all right, yeah. okay, we it's something different, <laughs> you know? All right, you know. So, and then Rich yeah. just start going crazy with just crazy brews. People like, what? What you got? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> six little six pack cans and stuff. Yeah. My old man had put us on that, put us on the gumball here. My old man's what, like 67 now. He, he the mm-hmm. one who put through us on gumball. He's like, man, try this, man. I went here and I went here. And they talking about don't drink that weasel piss no more. So I'm like, all right, <laughs> let's try this, man. Bye, 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 bye. What like, the hell you talking about weasel piss? I right, try this out, man. Try this. Boom, man. Like, so I'm like, yo, old man, wow. So each of you all have um, different roles in the company. How'd you all uh, decide to even do this particular company? And how, and you all at the beginning, did you decide, you know, who's going to do what? Um, Yeah, I I think I get started. Like how we, how we decided to do it. Um, it was 20, 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, me and these guys, we had just took a trip earlier that year, like an international trip. We went to Thailand. Uh, it, it was super fire, right? <laughs> we went, we was gone for two weeks, right? And we came back, man. That was early in the year. And it's like the summertime. And I feel like, you know, like we was in like a, well, I was in a good place at that time, like mentally and shit. My job was all right. Everybody had solid jobs, but like, I don't know, like Thailand, like left a little exposed, like a little hole or something. Mm. <laughs> like, how do you get like more freedom over your life to have like cultural experiences mm. like that? Like, it wasn't just that we was just like over there kicking it though. Like, we was like learning while we was having mm-hmm. fun. You know what I'm saying? Just like fully immersed in that culture. <clears throat> so, like, the first answer to like how do you experience more is get more money. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and like, you know, what I mean, we, we we're okay with our jobs, but like. We want a little bit more control of our future. So we just kind of like started thinking like, you know, we went to school and stuff like, are we actually going to like, you know, if we don't try to do anything, that's kind of like a failure because you're going to kind of have like resentment, you know what I mean? Like, or just like doubts later on. So we just like kind of sat down and thought about like, what are we going to do? We've been hanging around each other for like ever. You know what I mean? Like, why don't we just start a business together? You know what I mean? So we was probably drinking beers and stuff and it just kind of like, probably came kind of natural because like we want to do something where we could like still express ourselves and you can mm-hmm. do that with beer you know what I mean? you ain't got to have on a suit and tie you don't have to uh be appropriate with every uh grammatical ending in your sentences like people understand like it's about like a, you can express your culture through beer so it just kind of seemed like something that would allow us to like be creative um you know like we got to learn a homebrew you know like these are my guys like so that's just another excuse for us to kick it you know what I'm saying? And it's like a legitimate excuse. You know what I'm saying? We could tell our, our wives and our girls, like, ah, oh, we about to go work. 
She she's just starting to believe it's she's my wife is just starting to believe it's work right now. <laughs> Everything before this, it was just oh you guys, oh you guys are kicking it with the boy. You're kicking it with the boys today, huh? Yeah. Like, no, I'm I'm working. Mm. <laughs> but I am gonna come back faded. Right. Uh, <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> but like, yeah, it was just like, I don't know, it was just like we finna get after it, man. And um uh, that's just kind of like how we started, like with that, like we thought about it, like the feasibility of it. Like there's a lot of opportunity just because ain't no black people out here. Like it's a good story. Um, I mean, I think we, and then like when it comes to roles and stuff, like we didn't really figure out roles to recently. It was just like, let's just all figure out what we can do. You know what I'm saying? And just like kind of contribute and just like, you know, like, again, we've been friends forever. So it's just like, you know, making that promise to ourselves that we ain't going to let this shit like tear you apart or anything. Like you're just going to have to figure it out. So that's how we kind of came. I got a, I got a statement. Um, first of all, to, to kind of tie some of what you're saying into music, uh, come on. One of my favorite out. Al- what's, what's our favorite album of the year right now? I would um, say Tyler's. Yeah. Uh, Mm. Tyler's album right now for me is my favorite, which I just returned to just yesterday, and it is. <laughs> and what good. one of the reasons why it's one of my favorites of the year is because there's so much on that album talking about getting out and traveling and traveling, kind of you know being the genesis of you know kind of opening up you know from different experiences and all that kind of stuff. Which Tyler, is fine to hit call me, call me when you get lost. <laughs> it's well what the point that i'm making is kind of i think it's fired at like the genesis almost is like you know you, you guys took a trip you know you had this uh experience and whatnot came back you know things were a little bit different from you guys instagram page as well i saw that you went to the uh i think i saw from a post you guys had went to the was that the same year y'all went to the barrel and flow fest was that 2017 or was that 2018 no Did no we went to 2019, we went to Fresh okay. Fest. Fresh Fest. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah there you go. Fresh there you go. Fest, yeah. That was big too, though. That was real okay. big too. That was monumental. Yeah, yeah. That was monumental. It was just like seeing a whole bunch of people there. A whole bunch, of, not just people. Let me just retract that. A whole bunch of black folk, right? Mm-hmm. In 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 a space where we didn't think or didn't visually see it, right? So we coming from the crib. You know, it's a segregated city as it is. We trying to make beer where the black folks at when it comes to beer out here. And then we was like, all right, well, let's see that this thing is. Go out here and all you see is just like a whole bunch of black folks in craft beer. I remember standing there, it's like, gee, I've never, never thought that I would see something like this. Like this mm-hmm. is beyond all my wildest expectations. And the fact that it was so much information shared, it was so much just community in there. It was so much um just love respect uh, just giving back and forth and just sharing tales sharing triumphs looking at some posts like it was it was it was it was another spark like you know what i mean that we needed um that we didn't know we needed and i mean i'm not gonna say we was going out there it's like oh let's look for something to just get us fired up nah when we came back from that it was like all right it's, it's go time you know what i'm saying like this is a this is a place we're trying to get to just like this so um, as far as uh, going into making Funky Town uh, a name, a business, um, what were some of the early things that you all, like some of the early legwork that you all had to do, as well as some of the early roadblocks that you 
ran into? And I'm asking this question specifically for those that may be interested, not necessarily in starting a brewery or starting um, anything in beer specifically, but those that are looking to start a business in general. Mm. What are some of the things that you all had to, um, that you all, some of the things that you started to think about that 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 started to kind of, okay, this could be a business, we need to do these things, but as well as some of the roadblocks that you all came up against in the beginning. Hmm. Um, well, specifically like me and Greg, like we, we business majors. So I kind of feel like we lean back like on our education and like, you know, our, our work experience since college, like, you know, like I think when, when working for yourself, like as an entrepreneur, like you want that creativity and you want that freedom, but that does not mean that you don't follow the standard business practices that um, you go through at your own job. It's a reason why they're so big and able to employ you. You want to be large enough so where, where we can employ people as well. So, um, when it came to like writing a business plan, like, you know, we kind of just started that on our own, but like we actually found a book specific to business plans for a brewery. So we use that and that kind of help, you know, just like reading like helps open up uh, new ideas or just like little creative paths by seeing that. So like we use that to kind of really create like a foundation. And then um, I think we kind of came up with our plan and like how we want it to look like kind of easy. I think the difficult part is just like understanding like the legal stuff and like, how do you get money and like resources for small businesses? Like, you know, I, I think, and a part of it is just like our conditions, like as black folks, like we don't know a ton of black entrepreneurs, you know what I mean? Like in our mm -hmm. families and stuff. So, you know, those, those family networks don't necessarily have the answers to that. Like they've had for everything else in your life. Mm. <laughs> Uh, we don't even, I don't even think we knew the right questions to ask when it came to that financial stuff. Like originally we thought we was just going to like have a good plan, go into a bank and get like 500 K we comparing ourselves to like, you know what I mean? Like these Silicon Valley stuff. Like, <laughs> I mean, silly, like silly, us. silly. Yeah. Us. <laughs> it's, just, it's just nothing like that. So like trying to gather that information is real hard. And like, for some reason, man, we fall in that gap too. Like I, there are some resources out here in Chicago, but for some reason, us black people don't never know about them and we can never find them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not a part of our network. So I think that's the toughest part. Um, mm -hmm. Figuring out how you're going to fund this dream. Like, of course it's going to be self-funded to a point, but you can't just realistically grow off of your own dollar. Mm -hmm. You've got, you got to get some more uh, money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, and, mm -hmm. And like he was saying, just like making sure everything was legal, you know, on the state level, federal level, you know, so when you're able to file taxes, stuff like that, um, just overall, just making sure, you know, you have a bank account, you got business credit, you know, you make sure you have some type of capital initially. Yeah. So, um, yeah, after that, and just consistently, like you say, building that business plan, like our business model has changed from day one. You know, we changed that after Fresh Fest and having a couple connections, you know, 
Like you said, we were thinking, hey, we're just going to try to go to a bank and get 500K. <laughs> give it to us, like, out of nowhere. Walking there, hey, like the little rascals. But right. they had no, code, yeah. no skin in the game. You know? <laughs> right, right. Once we changed right. up our business model to contract growing, that opened up a lot of ideas. Oh. Little rascals. Mm. Yeah, I'm still laughing at that. Yeah. So, yeah, man. And then, like, just the obstacles, man, like, legal. You know, we went through some legal stuff. We didn't even know it was going to happen. And, yeah. uh, and this was recently. Like, yeah. we were three years in the game. Like, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, shit. We got to come. We got to do this. Yep. yep. Not yeah. having capital. And then we took some L's on grants. You know, we did grants, grant competitions, videos. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we did everything to try to get that money. It didn't happen. No skin in the game. So we just had to figure out other resources and avenues, you know, just to stay afloat until we were able you know, to actually launch. So mm. yeah. that's that's what's crazy. That's that's what's amazing because I mean absolutely I, yes. Rich, you I think you run the social media, right? You you're who I'm talking to because I, I run I'll be trying to keep up with that joint. Yeah. But I mean what I, <laughs> our first our first conversation I think was like in 2018, 2019. You know what I'm saying? Like I think I reached out on some man who have to on some man who off the bed. Yes. Yes. That was organic. I didn't even try to do that. You know what I'm saying? But nice. Nice. Um, but what's crazy, man, and I want to kind of kick it to here, man. October 2nd, pilot project brewing, right? Um, I'm on my way out north. I get there, it's taking like 25 minutes to park. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about their launch event. And this was crazy. I ride past and I'm like, dang, it's crazy. Look, look at how we think about our own shit sometimes. I ride past, like, it's cracking in there. It must be they joint and somebody else joint. Look how we <laughs> think about it. You know what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Like, how we yeah. even think about our I get in there, and y'all got this joint cracking. So I know for how it how it felt for me, you know what I'm saying? Like, how it must have felt for me, how it must have felt for y'all. Like, me and Reese Rolex, shout out to Urban Craftsman, we was in there like, gee, this joint is love. Like, these these young men got this joint packed out. It's at least I don't even know how many people is there, but it's popping. Like, how did how did that make how did that make y'all feel that turnout? Because that joint was amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like, how did that make y'all feel to see all this happen and y'all launch joint is just through the roof? <laughs> um. I think I mean, that, that came it, from some groundwork for sure. If I can, you said yeah. Yeah. interject because i know you know they came to the crib to give the beer and they had been doing that so they were mm-hmm. they were they were hollering at different people out here now beers before <laughs> that <laughs> event right 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 Lying on people <laughs> but that's that's yeah. that's the personal touch though right you know what i mean that's the personal touch that's the one that's like yeah you care i care we care you know what i mean like it's we want to get this beer in your hand. We want you to experience it. We want you to experience. Who idea was that? Who idea you know was that? It's either collectively. We was just like we Good always idea. on some. We always on some bend down on. You know what I mean? Let's slide on. You know, at the end of the day, let's slide. You know, because it's always that face to face interaction. It social media it it loses the face to face react. Uh, you know what I mean? Conversation. So slide down on you man and we want to make it personal so you feel a part of it right it's all about journey right and it's all about taking everybody on the same journey that we're going we want y'all to come with us so what's better than to slide on you guys 
let you know it's personal, holler at y'all about some things. We still want to, like, we still regular people. Like, we still the guys at the end of the day. And then to get there and then see, like, the entire party. And it's like, we we busy, right? So that's almost kind of like a working night, too, right? Mm-hmm. We, yeah. <laughs> it was funny. At the beginning of the night, we was like, gee, we're not going to separate from one another, all right? We're going to save. If somebody look like they're talking too long, just save them. If somebody look like that, just save them. We got to stick together. Man, I ain't see these motherfuckers. Man, I ain't see these dudes at all for the whole night. <laughs> for the whole night. And then it, it was just wild, thing, man. That's, it that's is. a good problem to have. You know what I'm saying? It they is. Work, in the room. work in the room. You know? Yeah. But it was it was nice, man. It was really nice to look at um, because four years of work kind of led up to that point. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It was like, um, and it's not necessarily where, for me, I can speak personally, but from where I was looking at and the viewpoint that I had, it wasn't necessarily about what's going on right now. It was like what what was done all the way up until this point. It was the journey to get to right here because we was always building up for a launch, building up for a launch, get this, get this, get this. And then it's like, we're here. And then it's kind of like just a reflect, like, man, we did this, we did this, we did this, we went through this, we had screwed up batches, we got told no a couple of different times. You know what I mean? Like, it starts reflecting about that. And then it's, then as soon as October 3rd comes, it's like, all right, that was nice. That was fun. It's time to go back to work. Back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so let me ask um, if you all can speak on this. Um, what does uh, Pilot Project, how did you get connected with Pilot Project and what role do they play? I mean, because I hear Funky Town Brewery in connection with Pilot Project. I wasn't mm-hmm. at the launch. So to hear that name, I don't exactly know what their role in the Funky Town story is. Um, you know, I'm looking to just support Funky Town. But um, what role, what are they, what role do they play? Um, How did you get connected with them? Who are they? What's going on with Pilot Project specifically? Gotcha. Uh, So 2019, you know, coming out of Fresh Fest, you know, that's like we learned, we kind of pivoted and like created a new business strategy. And we're like, we're going to contract brew. That's like a, a, a feasible way for us to get into the industry with less bread. So you know, we were just like, that's, that was kind of our mindset coming back from that. And then like, we just came across the term brewery incubator. Cause like, I don't know, saw an article of one opening in another city. So it was like, let me see if there's something out here like that. Mm-hmm. And then pilot project came up. We had, I think we found pilot project October, 2019. And they had just opened in August, 2019. Like crazy. So we just mm-hmm. called, reached out. Uh, did we, I don't remember if we had home brews right then and there, but, um, we just kind of reached out to like learn like how does this work how do you get on everything and uh we met uh dan abel that's the, the owner and ceo and like yeah. he was just kind of like cool and just like told us the game uh told us how it works and uh like from that conversation we was just like i we kind of angled our whole business model so we can try to land a spot here when it opens up mm. so fire because like when it comes to that like we got our business plan and it's feasible but it like you see the difficulty in it like pilot project is not just a contract brewer like they're more of a partner in this they are a partner in this because mm-hmm. besides just brewing the beer like we don't just hand them a recipe and they brew it they, they you know they got guys with 
10 years of experience at like goose or revolution and stuff like that there. So they're going to help us properly scale it up. You know what I'm saying? And we go through like a consultation to make sure we still pull out the same flavors and stuff. They, uh, they help out with PR. They help out with marketing and sales and distribution. Like we could do all that ourselves. It's in our business plan, but that's a whole lot of footwork for us. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's doable, but like we all have our full-time jobs. So like, yeah. So like having a, um, a partner like that, uh, it's just like a, like a strategic execution of our business plan with a partner who's already got like these connections in the city so they can pick up our beer. So we're not just like cold calling everybody, you know what I mean? And just like kind of help us get our story out with like a little bit more velocity than we could do on our own. So that's what Pilot Project is. They are incubator. Um, mm-hmm. We uh, we auditioned with them in June of this year. The opportunity came up. And again, like our whole business model was angled to roll with them. Mm-hmm. So I think I think we killed our audition. So mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you so, so they work with other groups. They work with other groups. Yeah, there's three yeah. other, there's three other brands they got in-house. Now that they that's their whole business model is to get businesses off the ground. That's fire. Um, what's his name? Dan, he came from the music industry itself. Like he kind of looks at it as almost like a little like a record label almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we kind of this is our first deal, you know, this, this TD, TDE. TDE. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> Got to get to K-Dot. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to talk a little bit. Let's talk some beer, man. Um, For sure. As I said, so Zach, it's on you now. Uh, you are the, the brew guy, right? Um, so this fine American Pale Ale here, this joint right here, man. Um. And then you have, I, I just, I'm sorry, y'all. I, I, I should have said it on camera, but also cracked open my, my Wop the Bam joint here. Wow. Uh, <laughs> which is an American Amber Ale. Um, yep. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't know Wop the Bam is a conversational filler used to fast forward through unnecessary details. That's some <laughs> Chicago stuff. Uh, you know Wop the Bam. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then y'all have the Cuffin Season joint, which is the, the Irish Red Ale. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Okay, so the first joint that was homebrew is obviously the the American Pale Ale, right? Yeah, um, actually, actually, all of them, um, everything has been homebrew. Mm-hmm. Right? Part of um, us uh, homebrew created the homebrew at Chaos Brew Club. Um, my parents' garage, my crib, we brewed at Greg Crib. We brewed one time. Our first batch was actually over at Rich Crib, um, but we do that and we develop. Um, we set out like basically like a baseline of kind of what we want. Right. Um, and then we have a discussion about how we want mouthfeel to be, how taste and how the flavors and how the aroma wants to come around. And then once, uh, once we do that, um, then it's trial and error. Right. And then it's add here, subtract here, add this, add this, add this. Well, up, we got an accident. Oh, what's all that about? You know what I mean? So, um, each one of those are, man, a handcrafted man, like, we, we put in the work for it, um, R&D it, uh, figure out what it is. Man, shouts out to Glenn and Pilot, too. Um, shouts out to Glenn and, and Damien. They, they, uh, they, they gr- they're great at what they do. Like, they're great at what they do. So, um, you know, we go through maybe pointers here and there. But, yeah, all that stuff is – we spent the most time out of all of them is that pay a layout up. 
Mm-hmm. That was the most time. Like, that's the one we started with. We started first with the Citra Pale Ale, like, and then we just morphed it into something else, tried different yeast, tried different hops, uh, split up three-gallon, five-gallon batches to one gallon a piece and let them all ferment at one time and see which flavors. Maybe we use Centennial here. Maybe we use Cascade here. Maybe we use a yeast starter with this one. Maybe we don't. Maybe, yeah. You know what I mean? So it was a whole bunch of bunch of r&d to get I, that so qu- question based uh with that um you guys have these three joints um everybody right now when i see people come out with beers and i guess my question is going to be based upon uh like what's the why these kinds of beers when people come out now everybody's chasing uh the ipa the double dry hop this and the hazy this but you guys come out you have this american pale you have a, a irish red ale you have a the, the amber joint what's the you know, those are, um, like I said, everybody who come out now, everybody doing this IPA, that IPA, like what's some of the inspiration behind picking, you know, these particular styles? I mean, you got the American Pale Ale, you know, but then you have the Irish Red Ale and a, and an Amber Ale. So, yeah. I mean, those are kind of the styles that we started off with. Um, mm-hmm. Not only just like drinking, but also uh, brewing, right? So, you know, we came in the game um, beginners, right? So everything had to be, we had to research the type of styles, what they were supposed to taste like and things like that. Um, so we're like, all right, let's just everybody. We don't want to do what everybody's doing. Right. We want to occupy. We want to occupy a lane that's not even occupied yet. Um, and I think that the Amber Ale, um, the American Pale Ale and uh, the Red Irish, you know what I mean? Put us in a put us in a place where you get some sense of nostalgia. Right. Some sense of old school. Right. Because you got all these hazies, you got double dry hop, you got dippers, you got the triples, you got all that stuff. Right. But sometimes right. we just want the basic is sometimes better than that. So um, just just reflected off of our own journey. And we wanted to make sure that we made beers that were completely palatable because we're trying there to touch go. people that don't that don't drink beer or haven't drank beer or right. tasted a triple IPA before they should have tasted a pale ale first. Right. Or before they tasted a, a wit beer, they they went and somebody yeah. gave them a dipper. Like, nah, now nah, you just messed their whole tongue up forever. It's right. a wrap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, so, hey, when I, <laughs> you get a wrong person an IPA, it's like, get this bitter. Like, what is this bitter shit? Like, get what this is shit out of my face. <laughs> Give me some water. <laughs> exactly. Right, 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 right. Thanks. So, yeah, that's uh, we wanted to make sure we focus on them styles, focus on them flavor profiles, focus on those aromas. Um, that would entice somebody to drink more instead of drink less. You know what I mean? Like, enjoy your drink. You ain't got to get fucking get hammered off of off of two beers or something like that. Like, sit back, enjoy, man. Just um, enjoy how we enjoyed it because we want to take everybody on a similar kind of path that we took. So um, as we as we kind of as we kind of went, we're trying to take the rest of everybody else is how we went. Okay. Word up, word up. Um, so let me ask about the uh, oh, bro, oh, bro, hey, listen, 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 so, hold on. Before Kamal go, before Kamal go, Kamal had both of ours and he drank both them. them uh, the no, 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 I drank one. I actually dropped the other one. 
I actually oh. brought it. But man, I drank the one with, I drank the first one with them. I drank it right there. And there. <laughs> I'm like, man, give me that. What? You know what I'm saying? But he banged that shit right um, outside. Let me let me ask about that. Like, um, we've talked to some other um upstarts that have um they really start they didn't can first. Um, and that may be a product of uh uh, connecting with Pilot Project, but um, you know we've talked to some other groups that have really just had it on tap before they canned it, um, and I don't even want to talk about that process. I actually am more interested in the artwork mm-hmm. um, with the cans. Um, where did the like? And I my favorite right now is the Boo of the Bam actually. Like wow, this like these aren't like corny looking. This isn't like this is well, this is well thought out, well designed yeah. can art. Um, what was the uh, let me so twofold the names as well as the can art. Um, what department is that? I don't know who 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 kind of spearheaded that. Where how did that? Come about who's the artist um that did uh all three of the different brews uh the cuffing season uh woo up the bam and rm brew uh or is it is that how you say it rm rm brew or is it rmb oh, it's rm it's rm brew hip-hop rm brew good thing about these beers you can come up with a nickname for it you know what I mean? You can drink on the hip hops. You know what I mean? You can drink on the woo wop. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but who can? But um, what's what's the 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 significance behind the names um, for the different ales, as well as who did the artwork behind the drone? How did that come about? Got it. When we uh when we come up with like. You know our like our labels. That's a you know that's us being creative, right? We thinking through it, and from that we lean back to our business plan. Like we have kind of have like we mapped out like our culture characteristics, and these are basically the characteristics of all three of us. Hip hop is a part of everything, so uh, you know like we and we know that a lot of beer drinkers buy stuff first off of what they see, so. Um, and then we're trying to resonate with a certain community. So that's kind of how we came up with the flagship. Like uh, we wanted to uh, pull out an album cover, you know, switch it up, make it, make the characters look like hops, but make it, you know, make it seem like you know what that artwork came from. And it's speaking to a direct, direct consumer that's maybe has the same interest as us. And then it's like little things like, you know, the hip hops, you know, that font, we tried to mimic the Source magazine. Um, and then like R and Brew, uh, and that circle behind it, mm-hmm. you know, that's 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 all from V one oh three. You know what I mean? Like listen to the radio. So y'all like, nailed wow. that font. That font is on that definitely is the that is the source. Yeah. That's the source font. That's yeah. it. Wow. Yeah, so like just kind of stand in those parameters of like our values and culture kind of help us guide it. But like we can't create these things. So we kind of get the full idea out how we expect it to look. And then 
we got two artists. We got two designers that we work with. One's out of Baltimore. Talented. Uh, yeah. Rail. Talented. And the other Talented one's Rail. Yeah. Shout outs to Rail. He did uh, Cuff and Caesar for us. And then we got uh, Marcus. He's actually from Maywood. He lives out in Washington now. Uh, he handled Woo Out the Bam. Um, oh, yeah. So, I mean, finding finding label artists was kind of difficult. Like, people were sending us off. <laughs> And That's like, a story I, in itself. Yeah, it is. Like I don't know, I don't know what to say about that. Like I, I don't, right. I don't think people like really believed we had a real company coming. And like you know, I'm, I'm just being mm. real. Like we talking to people, like yo, bro, like this is dope. This is what we gonna do. Mm-hmm. Um, we gonna put your name on the can. Like how many ever cans are circulating is how many times people will get exposed to you. Like people just didn't take us seriously. We found two brothers that kind of they were on on point with us. Like oh, I see it. I'm a they kind of with the startup phase with right, us. Right, right, right. And uh, so we just kind of rock with them. And then uh, when it comes to the ideas, man, like, you know, cuffing season is a seasonal. You know, that's going to be gone, you know, before Valentine's Day, you know, when cuffing season ends. So uh, <laughs> because it was a seasonal, we kind of wanted to. Uh, that's fire. Come up, come up with like a seasonal <laughs> name. That joint. Yep. I, I think, I don't remember. It was either Greg or Zach who picked it up. It was just like cuffing season. And that was Z Day because we were stuck. That was Z Day. Yeah, stuck, and like, bro. <laughs> so we got the name That's from funny. there. It's just like, I. Right, what do you? What do you see? I see two people strolling. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> strolling hey. down. The- <laughs> Originally, though, we made it funnier. Though we was gonna have them with some big ass jeans and some shit. Yeah. <laughs> the dude on yeah. the can is gonna be also right. like. 90 right. shit, you know, big right. ass clothes. Right. We, right. And, and, and that's like the hard part, but like I think we do we do a good job and our artists do a good job capturing exactly how we try to see it mm-hmm. on some goofy stuff. Mm-hmm. So and then and then they use their own just like their own skill set to add like additional stuff based off of what we tell them. So that's what we came up with cuffing season. The last little addition was like, you know, the little handcuffs falling from the trees yeah. along right. with the leaves. Y'all peep what? that with the handcuffs in the leaves. Listen, I thought I had another one left, but I didn't know. That's why I had wins. So yeah. That's tough. And then see that card. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then woo out the bam, it's just some Chicago, bro. Like yeah. straight up, like that term has been used for generations, and you ain't seen it commercially yet. Mm. So it's just like sticking back to the, like all this stuff. Like it's fun and it's creative and all that, but we go back to our business plan. Like we fill in gaps. You know what I'm saying? Right, so right. that's just kind of how we do it. Nineties vibes, stuff we yeah. grew up on. You know, we bring yeah. it back. Everything is retro. Why can't it be retro through beer? Right. Mm. And like, yeah, and our generation didn't even get to express itself businessly because like when we graduated from college, we graduated into a recession. Like, bro, we've been struggling. Mm. <laughs> 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 Gotta like, you know, show how we lived life and how we experienced it. Like we kind of got passed over because the country was in the shitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, b- before before I come on, you got any any um the only other thing I would ask is like what you all plan on doing. So you all dropped two beers or three beers. Y'all brought three beers at the launch. Two at launch. Two, two at launch. Okay, so two at the launch. Um dropped that third one two weeks later. Okay, okay, okay. I got you. Um 
Is there anything in the works um, currently as far as uh, dropping the new, dropping new flavors or re-releasing, <laughs> uh, restocking what you already have dropped? Yeah, um, that was my question. Go ahead, come on. Do your thing, man. Yeah, yeah. What's 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 the deal with uh, like, like how can a brother like myself who who missed out on the the launch? And it was like sold out shortly thereafter. <laughs> Boston, like, Boston. God dog, how can I my, how can I get my hands or when better yet, when can I get my hands on um any of the beers? Let me ask that. When can I get my hands on any of the beers? Six days, brother. Six days. We'll be dropping the Woo Wop again and the hip hop's non-brew again November 10th. Shortly after that, shortly after that, you seen that brown bottle that was going across the green right there, Greg, right there. That's the next one up. That's the next one up, and that should that should be dropping um, later this month. So a fourth, a fourth flavor, a fourth. You say he's. You saw. You said the next one up. He can't get no details. Come on, he can't. Say, I love, he can't I, say I'm that. not asking. I'm not. Nope. I ain't say nothing. I'm not. We got Mar- We got Marvel. We got Marvel Universe contracts. Hey, I love it. <laughs> Hey, this four. <laughs> hey, look, I want y'all to think about this album. Old, old album. A Ball and MJG coming out hard. Hey, man. That's what we on right now. No, that's awesome, man. Dang, man. They about to be space age pimping around here, man. <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, 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 you know how we come with the labels. Just wait till you see what we got. That's oh, the- my God. You guys man. have an event this month, too, right? You have you guys have something coming up this month? Or did I, I don't know if I saw it on Instagram or not. I don't know if I'm tweaking or is there something happening this month? No, we got a, okay. we got a couple things happening next week on okay. Wednesday, the 10th. We're going to be participating in Black and Brew Chicago's. All about craft event. Right, right, uh, right. Shout out to Mickey. Shout she, out, she's Mickey. Been, she's Mickey. been doing this for hours. Mick. Mick. All of y'all that's been doing this before we got here, y'all the ones that like kind of also created this space for us to be here. So facts, big facts. Um, big facts. but yeah, that's gonna be dope. She's bringing out all the black craft beer in Chicago or uh, beers that are themed after you know black events or whatever. So uh, she's always gonna bring it. She's gonna bring a good crowd out of folks that's interested in trying to learn about black beer and kind of help create like that movement and. Mm-hmm. Black people actually congregating around beer, like normally, just a regular thing. So we yeah. got that coming up next week. Uh, we're going to be in Oak Park on the 19th for a little bit at the Oak Park Beer Shop. Uh, you know, they got stuff on draft and uh, retail as well. But uh, Oak Park showed out huge, like, for us at our uh, launch party. So we kind of got out. Like, Oak Park Beer Shop was there, like, day, day two. Like, we got their stuff in stock. And reached out and everything so word, we're gonna kind of go support wow. there and then um we try to plan some more events like uh we definitely want to get out there and keep meeting people man like i think when you experience us like you really understand like the beer and the effort a little bit more so we're trying to we're trying to get all that together you know it's getting cold too so it's gonna be hard to get people out but yeah. uh there'll be more it'll be more events like we're not just gonna disappear like we have to be active in the community and these events they're not just gonna be like beer collaborations either. Like we're just gonna partner with other organizations, just try to do some dope stuff. Period. Okay. 
Um, before we get out of here, man, um, let me ask a music question. Um, what y'all, what's, what's the, I'm going to say, I'm going to just say top three, just top three Uh, albums that y'all been, that y'all, that, that each one of you all have had in heavy rotation, uh, throughout the year, I'm going to say, uh, you know, we've, this is what, November, we got one more month, um, you know, OT and I go back and forth about, um, who had the best albums of the year and what we listened to, what we liked. No, we don't. Disliked. No, we don't, because Tyler got the best album of the year, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah. go ahead. I don't, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, but what y'all, what, what, what have you all had in, uh, Heavy rotation, man. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start with Zach, man. I'm gonna start with Zach, man. What you? What have you yeah, had? He was in? thinking. He was thinking of most. Right, right, right. Go ahead. I was. Look, I was, I was like, gonna look. I was, I was like, gonna go was, Greg, but he looked like he in deep thought right now, man. I yeah. Ain't wanna... <laughs> oh God. You know what I mean? You know, I wouldn't put Rich. I, I didn't want to say and... one, but I, I tried to broaden it out a little bit. But I'm gonna just say three. Just three. <laughs> three albums that y'all. Uh, or one, All right. one, 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 um, no, nah, I got you. I got you. Um, it, it pains me to say this, not because, <clears throat> not because I don't like the man. <laughs> See, here we go. Not because I don't like the man, but it pains me because I don't like the man that likes the man. Right. <laughs> so, um, King's disease too. I've been rocking out on that. That's one I've been rocking out on. Um, my joint on there is Store Run. That's good. Like, I could play that That's joint. Cool. I could play that joint every day. Same Pyrotechnics and leather pants. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> leather pants. <laughs> <laughs> right? So uh, that's been one. Um, and then I really been into, I really been into Ransom. Um. So I know he went he went fucking nuts I've been hearing, I've over been, the last like 18 mm-hmm. months. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like dropping mixtape after mixtape after mixtape after mixtape. Um, so I've been rocking with him. And then I haven't heard I haven't heard um Tyler shit. I really need to hear that. I really want to hear that. And I'd be remiss if I left my boy off of this. And I've been rocking with Cole um all year long. Yeah. So wow. that's my guy right there. So yeah. Uh, and then honorable mention would be probably Lil Baby. Mm. What did he say? Lil Baby. <laughs> Lil, Lil Baby. Oh, That's an honorable mention. Because uh. I was sleep on him for a while. <laughs> These young kids don't know nothing about no music. Wait a minute. <laughs> right, 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 right. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This oh. little motherfucker. Nice. Man, look. Right. That's my homie. Let's let's <laughs> let's go to Greg. Let's go, Greg. Come on. Once in, once man, in, around here, man. You know what? And like he said, man, I ain't gonna hate on Nas. I'm a J fan, you know, forever. But no, nah, that King's disease too is is fire. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I can't even knock. I've definitely been rocking with that. Um low key that Bodie James Versace hey. tape. Like Ooh. that right there. Hey, hey, that's my I'm telling you. <laughs> That's my man's. Greg I'm is my man. That's in my top five, possibly. I mean, he always talk about Boldy. Boldy decent. <laughs> What's that track? Oh, my favorite joint on that joint. Hold on. Uh, New Wave. I could play New Wave 
all night. Like I'm gonna have to go back to Boldy, man. Hey, man. Come on. All right, Come I gotta on. go back to Boldy. Sample nuts, like it's there. Alchemist snapped that whole album. Let's go. For real, and then all right, all right. Gonna, I gotta go back. What else I'm gonna go with? I'm gonna low key. I'm gonna I'm gonna do something a little different, man. I'm I'm gonna add two like low key. I've been listening to that Wale lately. It's a little soft, but it's good. it is. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Dave East Hoffa, man. Dave East, the latest Dave East. Like okay. he used to blow me because that was my man's, and yeah. I hated him because he was coming with that commercial <laughs> stuff. Couldn't rock with him, but I think I think he, he's he's coming back. Like okay, with that Hoffa joint, that Hoffa okay. joint. Dude. I'm about to check it out. Okay, right. I might check bro out. I mean, I I, I used to check for him. Yeah, I got him right. at his, at his debut album. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The mixtapes, the mixtapes came up short. Yeah, yeah. Man. So that boy, Harry Fraud helped him though. Harry Fraud, he a, he a fool on them. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying. And then I'm gonna go West Side Gun Side B. I'm gonna go West Side. That's your hey, man. <laughs> B side. Hey, this is my man's Greg. Look, I told you all, <laughs> that side B is just, look. That side this B side. is just as good as the. All right, okay. He said, all right. <laughs> it's just as good as the first one to me, man. Go ahead, go ahead, Rich, man. <laughs> all right, so yeah, King's Disease, you know, that's kind of unanimous. I was going to pick that anyway. Yeah. But, you know, I'm actually real happy about that because, like, you know, that joint with Kanye a couple years ago really disappointed me with my guy. So I'm a little mm. happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs> um, but man, like I ain't really been keeping up with stuff like I used to, man, like recently. Uh J. Cole album was solid. You know what I'm saying? Like it don't have to be rap though. Whatever you've been checking for, you know what I'm saying? Ohio, whatever Ohio it don't have to be this year. Ohio right. players. That was that was way early in the year. But look, look. <laughs> hey, but look uh since uh since he passed away and I never really got into him, uh MF Doom. Mm. So I kind of started listening to Tuesday. That's my boy, man. Yeah, and uh, I just kind of learned more about his story. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, I'm grown now, so I just be kind of caring about people's lives and stuff. And like, I, I found that real interesting. <laughs> so I've been listening to Doomsday, man. Word. A lot. Yeah. Good one. Good like, one. Yeah, like when it, and the, actually the last album I did just listen to all the way through was uh, Only Built for Cuban Links, like two. Two, two, three days ago. So fire amazing. album, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got my Ghostface joint on. Yo, son, I had crazy visions. You know what I'm saying? That's what I was doing. <laughs> right. Okay, okay. Yeah, uh... y'all stop gassing him up. That motherfucker ain't shit. But no, nah, I'm gonna listen. <laughs> I'm gonna listen to the shit they brought up just so we could talk shit. That Tyler Cole though, I have listened to it, but not. I ain't, I only went through it once though. So true, you know what true. I mean? Yeah. Word up, man. Hey, that's what's up, man. Yo, I appreciate y'all. I appreciate you uh, relaying your story. It's very inspirational. I'm proud of y'all. Like, this is, this is like I said, man, this feel like Black history, man. We're going to be talking about Funky Town um, for the coming years. You know what I'm saying? Years to come, man. Uh, I'm looking forward to when you all have your own brick and mortar brewery. You know what I'm saying? The very first one leading off into several. You know what I'm saying? Who knows what y'all got coming? Mm. Um, but yo, this is this is love, man. Y'all are down to earth. 
much success, man. Much success. This is, I think it's a beautiful thing that y'all, you know, I like to hear um, stories of, of entrepreneurs that, that, you know, they're starting stories. You know, we always see people like to give people their flowers when they already pop it. You know what I'm saying? And even though y'all are popping right now, y'all popping right now, uh, your joints are sold out everywhere. You can't even get it. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's, it's, it's good to hear the stories and other people, I think, need to hear the story of the obstacles that you all had to overcome but are still uh, staying the course. You know what I'm saying? And it's been what four years since you all since you all said you know what let's go ahead and do this, uh, man. That's that's inspirational, man. That's that's what it's all about. Um, congratulations to y'all. Much success. Um, I'm definitely when it's available. I'm definitely picking up all them joints. Um, <laughs> I got two cuffing seasons and, and two whop the bands for you in my fridge. So whenever you're ready to meet Hey, up, that's what's up, man. Let me holler at those. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to drink these bitches in a minute. But, I'm yeah, sure. know, right? <laughs> but yo, I appreciate y'all. Fucky Town Brewery, man. This is Beers and Bars, man. Yes, hey, sir. Man. Appreciate it. Sir. Peace.